Hey, Vanessa. Hey, Michael. Guess who has been deemed essential? Who? Me. This guy. This industry. Financial advising. Technically, you weren't on that list being deemed essential, but you're allowed to go back to work because the stay-at-home order's been lifted, so... Fine. She said, non-essential worker, who can go back to work? And you are essentially dead meat. Been back at work for a month now. Welcome to the club. Pat on the back. Welcome to Fireproof Your Finances, a show with 30 minutes of real questions, real concepts, and real answers. Your hosts are Michael and Vanessa Markey, a husband and wife duel with a playful on-air dynamic and common sense approach toward teaching listeners how to take control of their finances. Michael is the numbers and strategies guy who is passionate about solving financial issues. The standard deviation. I mean, I would talk about standard deviation as well, but they talk about the, the beta, the alpha, the standard deviation of the particular uh, mutual fund allocation that we're looking at. Vanessa is the down-to-earth voice of reason, pulling his reins in. Okay, but your $5,000 couch isn't going to turn around and pay for something if you have a catastrophic event. This philosophy has led Michael to receive national recognition from being named one of the 10 most innovative agencies in the country by AM Best, to being deemed a local celebrity from Insurance Newsnet magazine and a hero to the insurance industry from Life Health Pro. He has even been given the Moving America Forward Award from William Shatner. And now, here are your hosts, Michael and Vanessa Markey. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Fireproof Your Finances. We are your hosts, Michael and Vanessa. Hello, everyone. So I apologize. It's been a little bit since we've done a show. Not too long. Uh, We've kind of been discombobulated, though. I'm going to be honest. I went back to work. Kids are still at home doing school. You're off in limbo. And I've been sitting on an egg. Not in the literal sense, but yes, (laughs) the ducks laid eggs on the pool deck and somebody decided to save them. Well, here's the thing. This egg had a crack in it and they laid it right on the cement and they had a, I can't, I I couldn't find their nest. Well, I'm just going to tell you, here's the thing. If he could figure out how to save a baby fox and keep it from peeing all over the house, we'd have a baby fox now too. Oh, I almost caught a deer. Oh yeah, there's that. I was fishing. At the marina, which I don't think is allowed to be open based on something I read today, but who knows? Not going to wade in those waters. Right. Fun. And all of a sudden, whoosh, throw out the line, right? Yep. Our daughter goes to go to the bathroom, so I'm just looking around. I'm kind of bored. ADD takes over. I look down. This thing is laying curled up within five foot of us for the last half hour. Technically, I did one better than you. Hold on. Caught a baby deer. I I know. <laughs> But then I thought, if it's been sitting here for this long, with how much noise your daughter makes, she's not quiet. It's terrified. It's hiding from her. I thought, And clearly it hit very well. It was a half hour. I'm like, oh, this thing is dead. I got within three inches of touching it and then gets up and runs off. Just not as good as I am. I caught one. Yours was two days old and you put it back in a bush. And for all of you PETA lovers, the only reason we grabbed it was because it was hiding underneath a vehicle in the road. What was my my text? Take it home. Where's its mom? No, no, no. I didn't say take it home. (laughs) I said, is there a mom? 
Correct. Oh. To which I replied, there was another deer running circles in the road in front of my shop, and I'm pretty sure that was Mama. I almost touched a chipmunk, too. Again, if he could have, that would be in a cage in our house right now. If the duck hatches, which is beyond odds, but so far, based on the candling thing, it is fertile. Guess what I'm going to name it? 19. Yes, I am. COVID-19, but I'm going to take out the COVID. And just call it 19. And people are like, why do you call your duck 19? COVID. Technically, you could blame that on house. He named his intern's numbers 13. Yeah, but we haven't had 19 eggs. I know, I know. I'm just throwing it out there. All right. So, on to the subject today. We are To the show. Most everyone is back. I apologize to any hairdressers, salon owners, or gym owners. I hope you guys get back into swing oh, soon. This wasn't even on our list of things to talk about today. I know. It, it just popped into my head. I've got some salon owners who are very upset right now. And you should be. Correct. You should be. Oh, I'm going to be topsoil. I'm going to spread. I'm going to make things grow, not make people mad. I'll let Trent know. You listened to him the other day. Our pastor said, I, I actually want to talk about the, the topsoil hair people. Yes. But our pastor was talking about how we all need to be topsoil and and help things grow, not cut them down. However, he said topsoil, which means you fertilize, which meant... Sometimes you're full of... Does that mean we have to spread the poo? Correct. I don't think that was the message. (laughs) But it was a joke. It was funny. I don't know if he'd find it funny if I emailed him that. Here's what I took. You want me to spread poo? Okay, no, don't do that. Different word for poo. (laughs) Anyway. That being said... The government should be... I'm not trying to be political. If I'm being political, you get mad. Just tweet somebody. Don't tweet me. I I probably won't respond. But you can tweet somebody who might... Whatever. Good for you. But the government should be here to tell us how to operate, what you need to do to be able to operate, not which businesses can. Because I got an idea. You know that barber we did a little bit of the show on? We didn't have him on because we don't have that kind of technology. Right. The gentleman that got shut down but went back to work anyway... They yada, up, yada, yada. Cut up his license. Yes. I heard he's still working. Good yes. for him. Way to go. However, what if the government had said, in order for a barber, a hairdresser, or as somebody told me today, they call him PhD, a personal hairdresser, PhD. It mm-hmm. was their grandchild. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that. Like, what I'm if. very confused right now. <laughs> what if. Seriously. I know a way. Boom. This quick. How they can operate and not infect anybody. Not spread the thing. Face mask. Nope. Even better. Hazmat suit. If that barber in Owasso said, you know, if the government came out and said, hey, you are really high risk. I'm not sure I agree, but whatever. If they said you're really high risk and you're going to spread this thing, you're going to be a super spreader. Then, and they said, so what you got to do is buy a super, or not a super soaker. <laughs> you got to spray people. No, you you got to get a hazmat suit. I don't know what they cost. Say it costs three grand. That seems egregious to me. You could get a scuba diving suit for less. Right. You could have the scuba diving suit from that Cuba Gooding Jr. movie. No idea which one you're talking It's not about. a few good men. He jumps in the water and, and like with Robert De Niro and, and holds his breath too long, but whatever. Don't remember. They got like the old school, like the ones you see in the fish tanks. Oh, yeah. But I don't remember what it's called. So if you said that, it would be ridiculous. You're like, you got to wear that that big goldfish thing looking over your head. Right. 
But if it cost two or three grand and they did it, so what? Right. If he wanted to make that investment in his business or her business, why wouldn't you? I mean, quite frankly, for being somebody who's been back at work for a month, I feel like Oprah Winfrey. You get a sneeze guard. You get a sneeze guard. I can't keep plexiglass in my shop. I cannot do it. I I can't. I think you need to stop calling them sneeze guards. That's what they call them. Nope. But. Nope. Hold on. You know what I've been calling it? And every client of mine loves it. Hmm. Splash guard. Splash guard. Fine. But here's the deal. You don't find that funny? It is funny. (laughs) I went to the post office today. They literally just put saran wrap over the front of the desk. <laughs> literally just oh, put saran that. wrap. And I'm I'm not the, right. I'm not worried. I'm sorry. I'm not that worried. Whatever. I wear a mask. I did wear one in there. And all I had to do was buy some stamps. And mm-hmm. I walked up to the counter and I looked at the lady. I was like, this is actually pretty ingenious. She goes, yeah, we because we get packages of all different sizes. We can't just put a permanent barrier up. So we change out the, plas- the saran wrap every day. Mm. So if the post office can put saran wrap up. Mm-hmm. If I can go into Meyer without a face mask on and do whatever I want, because I can, why can't my hair lady cut my hair? What if your barber learned how to hold their breath for four minutes and go, go <gasps> clip, 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 clip. like Edward Scissorhand style? <laughs> no, I just, I'm sorry. If an orthodontist can have chairs stacked up next to each other and all I have to do is put a piece of plexiglass in between them, why can't your hairdresser go back to what work? What you just hit on, though, is make parameters and allow people to get creative. The post office got creative. Correct. And they weren't even required to put anything up. They're not required to put anything up. Honestly. Yeah. They're not. The first month of shutdown, all they were doing is bleaching everything every 10 seconds. They're not required to have anything there. Because again, they were essential and some of us weren't. Correct. So if an orthodontist, who, by the way, is dealing with bodily fluids because their hands are in somebody's mouth. Topsoil. My hairdresser can cut my hair. It's not bodily fluids. It's not saliva. Topsoil. We're going to spread love. We're going to help things grow. We're not going to. We're not going to cut my hairdresser. We're not going to cut things down. Topsoil. We're going to fertilize. And my hairdresser's not anything very expensive. It's like, hey, can you cut my hair? 30 minutes later. There you go. (laughs) All right. So we're about to take our break. Here's what we're going to talk about today, other than why hairdressers should be allowed back to work. We're going to give you an idea about RMD. So the CARES Act suspended the required minimum distributions for this year. Which is a big thing. You can use this to save on taxes and take the same amount of income. I'll give you an example later. We can. A lot of people are going to have less income this year. We can use that... To have some tax advantages later. Mm-hmm. And I want to give a quote about Rudy. I want to bring in Rudy. You know, Rudy Rudiger, the football movie. I love sport movies. It works. Mm-hmm. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. All right. And Mitch, One I need time. you to isolate One that little segment. I finally time. got her. Get it? We will replay that later. All right. Let's take our quick, or let's take our first break. We'll be right back. Everyone knows I like to focus on quality. And they know I try to rein you in and focus on cost. It's rare to find both top quality and low cost at the same time. 
Think again, grmusiclessons.com has a plan for every budget. Owned and operated by Tom Buffum, a Christian music teacher who played for the Grand Rapids Symphony, the Jubal Brass Choir, and graduated from the University of Michigan. He's been giving lessons since before we were born. Go to grmusiclessons.com. That's grmusiclessons.com. Welcome, everybody, to segment two of Fireproof Your Finances. Again, we apologize for, like, what was it, a two-week hiatus? I don't know. But we've been tweeting. We have been tweeting. And he that. got retweeted by Tony Beats. <laughs> because, so we're driving to the boat. Mike and our oldest <clears throat> love, love Gold Rush. I liked it more when the Hoffman crew was on there. I loved the fact that it was this group of guys, nothing sexist, group of guys, though, started in 09, down on their luck, or 2010, whatever. And, and they just went for it. And they felt like, and they were horrible. Yeah, not good. But they had faith and they just prayed together and, and just had this awesome attitude like things will get better if we believe. And it was cool. And mm-hmm. they did. But anyway. Anyways, they love Gold Rush. And so we're driving by the channel in Muskegon yes. and we see a dredge. I'm like, hey. And I say to our oldest, look, look at that dredge. And he goes, uh, why are they dredging? There's no gold there. <laughs> Um, well, little man, <laughs> sometimes they dredge for things other than gold. Correct. Like to make it deeper so big boats can get through. <laughs> oh, that was funny. So yes, Tony Beats retweeted that I wish that I would have been in the car for that. That, that was funny. been hysterical. I think but. that was the same night that, no, it wasn't. It was right around the time when I played our daughter in chess, which I haven't been doing for a while. And after about three games, I said, all right, you need to play yourself. I'll walk you through it. That way you learn the rules a little bit more. Right. And Strategy. She, and she goes, I don't want to play myself. I go, why not? She goes, I do that in checkers. I'm like, and? She goes, I always lose. And then stomps away. I'm like, what the heck? What do you mean you always? It's You're playing yourself. You're going to lose on one side of the table right. or the other. She was so <laughs> mad. But anyway. All right. So we're going to be topsoil. RMDs, Required Minimum Distributions. And you've been back at it for 48 hours now. Top soiling? Work. Yes. In general. I I went back last week. Well, right. But, I mean, you've been back at meeting clients face-to-face now. We drove into the Grand Rapids office last week. Okay. And I got... No, I got the taco box. Like, the 12 tacos from uh, Taco Taco Bell. Bell. And we get there, and one of our staff people were there, and I realized at the moment, I go... This is the first takeout we've gotten in three months. Right. And we chose Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Bad Not, choice. Nope. Not a great one. So required minimum distributions, all right? CARES Act says that you do not have to take your RMD in 2020 now. Okay. I'm working with a client today, or a couple, and they've got a pretty hefty RMD requirement. They've okay. got to take out about 25000 per month. That's 300000 per year. That's a lot. It's a good chunk. Yes. They got a lot in IRAs. Fine. And we're about halfway through the year. So they're in a high, you can already do that math. That's a high tax bracket. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing though. We said, wait a minute. The government no longer requires you. You already needed this income or most of it, not all of it. But, but you don't have to take it. But what if we didn't take it for the rest of the year? And what if we then took it from some other sources that didn't, have the same tax consequences, like after-tax dollars. Right. 
for them, it's going to bump them into a lower tax bracket then. Right. I'm going to have to do the, We're going to. I said I wanted to meet with their um, CPA over this, but I think it's going to save them. I just did real quick calculation. If we were to suspend it now, it should save them about 10% in taxes. Right. So the last six months, they don't take it. So they're only taking half of that. So- 10% on 150000 And I get that. That's not the normal situation. Correct. But if it's something out there for you. But maybe you're taking twenty grand a year. That's a lot more common for what I see. I And I get people at five grand a year too. Mm-hmm. But even at five grand a year, if that's $2,500, you don't have to mm-hmm. take. Okay? Because you've already, let's say you've already, you've been taking it systematically, which means monthly. Right. And it just gets auto-debited. <clears throat> and we can avoid, say, two or 3000 of that. And we can take it somewhere else. Maybe you've got a CD. Maybe you've got an after-tax brokerage account. I don't know, but you got something else we can do. Or you just didn't need a period. I don't know. Right. But if it's a 10% tax savings, it's a 10% tax savings. Right. Even at $3,000, it's $300 that you would have paid in taxes that you no longer have to pay. Mm-hmm. And I, I got news for you. You can find more fun things to do with 300 bucks than can the federal government. Yes. If you've got to take out 20 grand and we can... Knock off ten and that saves ten percent. That's a thousand bucks. You can all you can do far more fun things with a thousand bucks than can the federal government. Correct. And those little things add up. Well, right, because if it's something that you can take advantage of, knocks you into a lower tax bracket. I use this example a lot with people. Your family I'd never heard of this game before I met you. Hmm. Which game do you Cribbage. Cribbage. I think it's kind of a West <laughs> Michigan thing, but not sure. Well. Yeah. There's two things I learned from our oldest, it, almost like a coming of, what do they call that? Uh, coming, coming of, of age, age passage, right? In your family? Yeah. Getting to sit at the adult table and play cribbage. Right. Except for we were all doing it in like fifth grade. So, But that's about <laughs> where he's at now. Right. And so it's this like coming of age thing. And he thought he's a little arrogant. I mean, he's a 12-year-old male. So, okay, he's very arrogant. Yes. He and I, you were working late. This was long before shutdown. Mm-hmm. You were working later one evening, and I said, hey, do you want me to teach you how to play this? Because when we have big family gatherings, he's kind of the outlier yeah. in the in the great-grandkids because he is... A lot older. Yeah. Like six years older, and then the next three cousins next to him are girls. Yeah. Come on. Talk about bad draw. <laughs> talk about awkward. So he's in the limbo spot where he's not quite with us as adults, and he really doesn't fit in with the little girls. He does a good job at helping. But anyway, so I said, I'll teach you cribbage. One game, we played open hand. So mm-hmm. we lay our hands on the table. Game two, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Skunked him. Big time. Because mm-hmm. he won in our open hand. Right. And I'm like, well, I was teaching you. But I mean, he got good cards too. Whatever. Skunked him. But he thought that once he knew the rules, because it's a game. Dad, it's a game of chance. You know, it's a card game. It, it, it is, you- but there is also strategy. Right. He thought once he would learn the rules that he would win half the time. Correct. And then I beat him two games mercilessly the next time. Because he didn't have strategy. Correct. Two things I learned watching you teach him. Number one, that just because you know the rules doesn't mean you'll win because you have to have strategy to win. Correct. Number two, that once you believe something to be true... Even when you agree later and you're proven that you should do it differently, it's really hard for you to change that habit. 
Oh, like when I try to tell you how to count properly? No. <laughs> like the fact that you now agree you shouldn't throw a 10 to begin with. See, here's how Cruise has played. Uh, it depends. It's not. No. You, you my point, but <laughs> I've asked other people to play it. You shouldn't. Because one of the ways you get points is by... What, scoring a 15. Scoring a 15. And if anyone gets a 5 in their hand, other than maybe the dealer who gets the quote-unquote crib, which is where you discard... If you got a five in your hand, do you discard it or do you keep it? No, you keep it. You always, almost always, always keep it. You don't get that thing away. It. So you know anybody who was dealt a five has kept it. Right. So if you lay a 10, the probability for somebody to throw a five... Is higher than most. I get it. But, but you I've, never lead with a five because there's significantly more tens on the table. I'm not saying lead with a five. You don't lead with a 10, you don't lead with a five. But when I throw a four, I'm like, four, what, what do you do? You're like... <sighs> yeah and I then just when saw. you count improperly it's awful it's terrible but i've watched you even though you've agreed i shouldn't do i the still 10. lead high no you not always i've watched you do this ten, I, I saw you one time you had a 10 you're like, and you got about halfway there and you're like, it was like it was magnetic you're like i gotta fight this and then you put it back in your hand and i think you threw an eight and i think actually still wasn't a good idea because you probably had a seven i did have a seven it, yes. <laughs> it was great so, therefore but not a valid argument. It is a valid argument. But this comes back to the RMD argument or the RMD story. A lot of you know the rules, but you don't know the strategy. That's the point of the advisor, to know the strategy. So if we can forego the RMD this year and not affect your monthly living... A lot, you know, have enough income to do all the things you want to do. Mm -hmm. In fact, think about it. Right now, if you're retired, you're not, no part-time wages, just social security income and, and income from your, your investments. Did the COVID, did it lower your income? No. Yet you still got a stimulus check. Right. So you got this money. Did we reduce your RMD to offset for that? No. If not, why not? Because it might have made sense. And I, and I don't want to make a blanket statement here because everyone's taxes are different. But shouldn't your advisor have had that conversation with you? Yes, absolutely. Let's take our last break. When we come back, we're going to talk about if your income's lower, maybe you should also be doing some things differently. As well as I'm gonna, I want to... I want to introduce, I want to use, I want to play a quote, a uh, little scene from Rudy. Mm -hmm. Let's take our last break. We'll be right back. Everyone knows I like to focus on quality. And they know I try to rein you in and focus on cost. It's rare to find both top quality and low cost at the same time. Think again. GRMusicLessons.com has a plan for every budget. Owned and operated by Tom Buffum, a Christian music teacher who played for the Grand Rapids Symphony, the Jubal Brass Choir, and graduated from the University of Michigan. He's been giving lessons since before we were born. Go to GRMusicLessons.com. That's GRMusicLessons.com. Michael. What? Just because we don't have a car payment doesn't mean that you get to go on eBay and buy whatever you want because it was a good deal. All right. So a lot of our listeners know I probably have a problem when it comes to vehicles. We have old classics, even some new classics. We got UNX limo. We even have a fire truck. How do you find a place that can do everything? All those different type of vehicles, transmissions, oil changes, little repairs, big repairs. It's pretty hard. 
I've been taking all of our cars to Global Auto Works in Grand Haven for at least the last five years. And Mike asks the hard questions that nobody seems to be able to answer, so if he can trust them, so can you. If you're having car trouble, go to Global Auto Works. Their phone number is 616-499-4451. That's 616-499-4451. Say Mike and Vanessa sent you. Their number is 616-499-4451. Welcome everyone to the final segment of Fireproof Your Finances. I know I say this a lot, but it always goes way too fast. Mm Mm-hmm. I think we'll do more of this later on a future show, but simply, if your income is down this year, a lot of you listening, your income will be down this year. Correct. If that's the case, you absolutely should be evaluating, is now the time to do a Roth IRA conversion? Because maybe you're in a lower tax bracket than what you normally are in. I know people right now that I've been talking to who are who were in a 22% tax bracket. Mm-hmm. They bumped down to the 12. It's a 10%. And by the way, and one spouse, the one appointment today, one spouse is younger and they're still working. Okay. So they said, "Here's the deal, Mike. We had because I said, guys, you aren't spending nearly what you were." Well, they go, "Yeah, that's because so and so is still working." So we were here. We are at the 22. Mm-hmm. We bumped down because we're both home right now. One's working from home. Mm-hmm. But when we're both off of work, we want to spend again. We're just, this is a reprieve. I go. So this looks like you're going to be in the 12 percent tax bracket. Okay. I want to get with your CPA. I want to meet. You know, let's let's figure this out. But if you were in the 22 and now you're in the 12 and you're going to be in the 22, why wouldn't we do Roth IRA conversions? It's a 10% tax savings. They go, well, how big a deal is that? I go, statistically, it's really cool. Mathematically, uh, number of dollars wise, all right, maybe we got 20,000 this year, 20,000 next year. That's 40. Save 10. It's four. Does four grand change your life? No, but you didn't get where you're at because you ignored those things. Right. It all adds up. We have right. to pay attention to taxes first. I want to move on to something. And that's why I did that quickly. We have this, I think, innate desire as people, as humans, to want to explain things, mm-hmm. to want to understand it, to want to feel like we're in control. Correct. And a lot of things are not in control right now. And they never are. Right. Are they? No. I mean, are they really... I mean, we got people, we we use, and I think some people might twist my words here, but I'm going to say it anyway because it was an example used today. We use birth control so we feel like we're more in control, yet people still get pregnant on birth control. Correct. We have these desires to feel like we know what's going to happen, but in reality, the more you think you know, eventually the more you learn, the less you actually do. Correct. All right. Here is a clip. It's before he's, um, Rudy has now applied to Notre Dame as many times, you can apply X amount of times up to your, the start uh, going into your junior year. They don't take people. After junior year. They don't take seniors, basically. Right. Or even half juniors. Correct. Is that what you call it? Half junior? Second semester junior? Yeah. Okay. Here's the scene. Maybe I haven't prayed enough. (laughs) I'm sure that's not the problem. Praying is something we do in our time. The answers come in God's time. Have I done everything I possibly can? Can you help me? Son, in 30... Here it comes. I love this. I, you know what? 
for the last six months, I've been trying to figure out what movie this was from because I've quoted it more times than I can remember. Yes, you have. But for me, it makes a lot of sense. In 35 years of religious studies, I've come up with only two hard, incontrovertible facts. There is a God, and I'm not him. (laughs) (laughs) I love... Tell tell everyone, what is... Rudy's looking at him like, all right, you're going to give me the secret sauce. Correct. He looks like somebody literally just shot his dog. (laughs) Like... Like, (laughs) That was your answer. So, therefore, I got nothing. Right. Like, thank you, but I am as lost right now as I've ever been. Yes. So we all want to say, we know, you know, if you're on one side of the fence, then I happen to find myself on this side of the fence. This isn't how we should be doing this. This is how we should do it doing this. The reality is, we don't really know. Correct. It's not the way I would do it. You're right. But who knows? Correct. And it is what it is. And in three years or two years, whenever it is, or... The, the next election for the governor is you get to vote again and if you're on the other side and you don't like the president guess what in what is it five months mm-hmm. you get to vote be behind who we have good or bad man or woman right or left I'm serious we're asked to be topsoil to help things grow not to cut them down and spread some poop <laughs> Poo. <laughs> Poo was the word we could use. And we're all guilty. I, I am especially guilty of it. So I hope we made you feel a little bit better today. I hope we gave you some ideas on things you can do. And that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And we wish the best for you. On that note, this has been another episode of Fireproof Your Finances. We're in this together. God bless. This has been Fireproof Your Finances with Michael and Vanessa Marquis. Want to listen to past shows or get in touch with Michael or Vanessa? Head over to twitter.com slash fireproofshow or go to fireproofradio.net. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Mike Markey and Legacy Financial Network are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.